0: This week on Two Noobs, Gen Zers better watch out that passive-aggressive thumbs-up emoji can now form a binding legal contract, according to a Canadian court. Then we head to India for a new CEO douche who's all too happy to dump his workforce to accelerate the rise of the machines. Plus, road signs. What the hell? That's all I'm going to say about that. Finally... We, re- we rank our favorite Philadelphia sports plays. Something tells me John's got Ben Simmons free throws on this list. Let's go, start that music. Oh, that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, it is episode 146 of the Two Noobs Talking Podcast. Uh, over. He's on the right-hand side of me. That <laughs> means he's on the left-hand side of your screen, so I'm not going to get into all that directional crap. That is judicially John Tracy. And then flip that whole directional thing, and over there is mountainous Matt Craig. Gentlemen, and I in the middle, I'm supremely Steve Murray. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. John, what's going on down there in the great state of Texas? Is it still hot? I'm sure it is. All right, moving on to Matt. Oh, I guess <laughs> I should. La- I guess I should let you talk. Go ahead. Did Say you just call
1: Matt fat?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> in a <nice> mountainous. <laughs> mountainous. As no, no, high. no.
0: High. Big. You know, mountains. B- big, Broad. Buff. It's yeah. it's it's a tip to the over forty. There. that uh isn't going to make much sense but that's fine <laughs> um so john is it is it hot is it not what's what's the deal it's,
1: it's i mean until late august yes it's hell on earth um real <laughs> feel real Field was 114 on thursday and that 14. was like 10:30 in the morning um mm. Yeah, it's it's the, it gets hot. it's the desert. It gets hot down here. I'm not. I don't want to bitch about it constantly because I moved down here on purpose. So <laughs> there's no <reason. laughs> Oh, you've only got yourself but to yes, blame. But yes, it absolutely gets hot as hell down here.
0: Yeah. Well, it's a wet heat. Matt,
2: how are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Uh, I had do have an over forty rant. Since when do they not make any sense? <laughs> I'm just Jordan, saying. Jordan. So, true. <laughs> so <true. laughs> Well, my my over forty rant will definitely be a, a complaint session lobbed against LA Fitness and their hit uh, program. Mm. I just want them to just dial it back, just a little uh, bit. All right. all right. Well, momentarily, LA Fitness will be getting the
0: the backhand of Matt's back of Matt's hand. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We're <laughs> fuck. The back of his. We're, forehand. We're, uh, yeah, the back of his forehand. <laughs>
2: Otherwise, the on other top. Yeah, right. The other backhand, right. <laughs> but,
0: but before we get to that, I just want to share a revelation that I've had. Not so much a revelation as, as stupidity. Um, so when I was down the shore a couple weeks ago, I happened to witness some gentlemen brought down a basketball net, which was a little bizarre. Um, and then, you know, I, and I thought, well, okay, maybe they're just going to kind of take shots, free throws, whatever. Then I happened to witness them playing basketball, but because it was on the sand, they weren't dribbling the ball, which looked utterly ridiculous. <laughs> which also defies all the rules of basketball. Exactly. They were doing everything they were doing the, you know, the spin moves, the the fadeaways, the pivot foot, everything without the dribbling, which made it look just plain stupid. Well it turns weird. out it turns out, gentlemen, this is actually a thing. As I found out on Facebook this morning, Ooh. I believe it's called U-Ball. Um, And they actually have rules for how many steps you can take without dribbling because you can't dribble in the sand. And it looks no less ridiculous in the Facebook feed than it did actually live on the beach. So Mm -hmm. there's there's my rant for you. (laughs) Maybe maybe uh, Ben Simmons new sport. Who knows? He'd probably be really good at it.
2: (laughs) Except when he has to dunk. That might be a problem. He, or, does,
1: right. like, he doesn't have Shoot. to do anything. He could just meander around and walk around and just throw that ball up every once in a while, and someone comes by and dunks it. Who's a better athlete than him? And <laughs> I think yeah, I, Ben get traded to the you, whatever it's called, <laughs> basketball association. <laughs> they'll they'll pay you to date Kardashian. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it, Ben. Be you're fine. You're Don't all get out of the
0: NBA and go do what you should, bro. That's my advice go. to bed Simmons. There sounds, you go. Sounds very good to me. Love it. Uh, so, we're going to transition now to our, our fun fact and over 40 rant, both of which are brought to you by W Energy Drinks. Visit W.GG. That's D U B B Y.GG. Enter the promo code 2 Talking. That's T O O N O O B S. If you don't know it by now, you uh, haven't been listening, in which case. Yeah. Uh, shame on you. Yeah, yeah shame course. on you. Hit that subscribe <laughs> button. What are you doing? You're on you're my a little bit. You're on my <laughs> shit list right now. Hold on. Right. Okay. Uh, well, you, if you enter that code, you get ten percent off your order. Come on, people. It's it's not that hard. Don't say it's our gift to you. Don't say we never did anything for you. That's right. All right, John. <laughs> it sounds like it has a historic fun fact for us. Yes, today. So, I do. John, I do. let's uh, let's roll on that. What is what do you got? Talking about
1: shit list and shit shows. Oh. nineteen nineteen. In Boston, Massachusetts, is known as the Great Molasses Flood, which killed 21 people and injured 150 others. Wow. Yes, this is a historic event I knew nothing about until today. Uh, a tanker, it's like 2.5 billion Whoa! things. Uh, liquid units or whatever it would be. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. Okay, have that scientific here on uh, the show. Yeah, totally scientific. Um, <laughs> yeah, literally spilled out on the street and murdered a bunch of people. Um, wow. Why? Why didn't we know about this? I knew that's nothing a, about this. Of all the p- things to die from, that's horrible. Mola- molasses flood. That's really yeah. low on the list. Like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Shark attack. Alligator attack molasses flood is like random bee sting. Like, and you die from that. Like that's molasses is around there.
0: I'm having a a, bit of difficulty with this because you picture molasses. Yes. Very slow moving.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like,
1: this is what's confusing. Um, I'm just picturing. He's
2: getting away very slowly. I'm picturing Austin Powers. No! <laughs> and it's just coming slowly like like the the blob. No. It's kind of like a Principal Skinner, he's getting away very slowly.
1: <laughs> it takes to to take a bottle of molasses out of your your pantry and make barbecue sauce. It takes 11 minutes to get the molasses into the pan. So wow. I I mean a, t- a tanker is a big thing. Like a big tanker truck. True. E- exploding. I could see maybe the people right in front of the tanker truck. But three three miles down the street, you're probably not in danger.
0: Yeah, I'm going to guess the the deaths were caused by the vehicle. I would agree. Uh, That's what I'm thinking, yeah. Not, not mm-hmm. drowning in molasses, which yeah, would just be... That'd be kind of hard to do. <laughs> Yeah, I would say. <laughs> I would say so. Yeah. I would agree with that. Wow. Um, all right. Well, speaking of strange things, Matt, you're over 40 rant. Let's try to make sense of this now.
2: And it's my over 40 rant. It's not any of you's. Yeah, yeah. It's not any of your over 40 rant. You it's guys. My over 40 rant. It's, it's you yeah, guy. guys use. over there. Use. Um, so, as you guys know, I do work out. Uh, fairly consistently, uh, you know, twice, three times a week. And I'm, I'm proud to say I've lost a lot of weight. Um, and we're very happy for that. that. Yes, very happy yes, for that. Yes. I just wish it wasn't so damn hard. Today was really rough with this. High intensity interval training workouts. Boy, was ever a high intense workout today. It definitely fulfilled it, but man alive. I would love for him to just dial it back just a little bit and maybe make it an it workout interval training workout where you can ease into it um you know that kind of a deal but uh yeah today was like a lot of running a lot of jumping a lot of up and down up and down and I, it's just not working guys it's just like i <laughs> like i was dead i was dead for probably about a good hour hour and a half and it was a lot. I still can't get over it. But I don't know. Um, I'm just that, complaining about it being too old.
0: Yeah. You know, I, mean, I am
2: going to be turning another age soon, next week, actually.
1: Yes.
2: Uh, and it's like, but we're man, not going to tell
1: people what age that is.
2: <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> they just they, know it's, just it's, over that it's over 40. It's over 40. That's right. It is over 40. <laughs> right.
0: so. uh, yes, but the, 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 the difficulty we're, John and I are having is this is – Unlike some other over 40 rants, which are thrust upon us um, Mm -hmm. by stupid or crazy individuals. You brought this upon yourself, buddy. Yeah, this
2: is this is your choice of program. This yes. is a definite whining over forty ramp. Oh yes, absolutely. yeah, it's a definite right. wine wine ramp more than anything else. So I'm whining and complaining about it. So
0: absolutely, I don't have this problem with my workout. I know John definitely doesn't have this problem. <laughs> absolutely, with <his> not. workout. <laughs> I carried a case
1: of forty water up. I was good. I was good after that. I was like, no, no, it was heavy enough. I'm good. I there can go. I can go on my day and not have to.
2: God bless you both. That's all I got to <laughs> say about that. <laughs> that's all I got. So what do you want? <laughs> uh, uh, like, hey,
0: you're at LA Fitness. Don't they have a treadmill? Can't you do some more traditional? Oh, I ride was a, on the treadmill.
2: Yeah, I was definitely. Oh yeah, yeah. It just you know, uh, it was a lot. His evil lot trainer
1: made him do uh, eighty-seven. Oh, and, in they're line. <laughs> and they're evil.
2: And they're they're definitely. Why well, you don't evil. have a trainer
1: unless it's DDP?
2: Yeah, that's
0: right. That's right. Just just go into there. When the trainer starts to say something, go, I'm not listening to you.
2: Yeah, I'm not listening to you. And when they blatantly lie to you and saying that it's supposed to be easy today, no, they lie. Huh. They blatantly <laughs> lie yes, to you. Do. Yes, they do. They Those definitely lie. Which is a
0: damn shame of them. <laughs> listen they should repent. If I'm your personal trainer and I come in here and I go, all right, what we're doing today is going to make you want to die. <laughs> you are going to be huffing and puffing. You will not be getting oxygen into your lungs. Your blood will be pumping, but not going anywhere. Your heart is going to explode out of your chest. Are you Perfectly really going to do that workout? <laughs> then I would turn around and leave
2: <laughs> because I'm being told the truth. It's one thing to be told the truth. It's quite another lie. I'd say that it's supposed to be easy, but it's really not. I'm just saying. Uh, <sighs> I just think, but I know I've brought it upon myself. Anyway, yeah, you brought it upon one. yourself. That's topic
0: this. one, mm. topic. That's why one. I stay out of the gym? Uh, Less <laughs> <laughs> controversial.
2: Exactly. That's right.
0: <laughs> All right. So yes, we will move to topic one uh, and the good old thumbs up. Um, I'd hate to know what's going to become of the poop emoji, but anyway. Is a thumbs-up emoji a contract a Canadian court says? Yes. This is a Fast Company article here. Using emojis at work can lead to some misunderstandings, but you may want to be extra careful with that thumbs-up. A Canadian judge has ruled that the emoji is proof of a contractual agreement. The case involved Chris Actor, A-C-H-T-E-R, which reminds me... um two noobs is not stopping for the screen actors guild because we are unscripted and unshaven yes. um That's
2: right. yeah uh, <laughs>
0: but anyway back to chris actor a saskatchewan farmer who used the emoji in a conversation with kent mickleborough gotta love these canadian names here there i love their names <laughs> kent is a grain buyer Uh, And this occurred in 2001, 21, excuse me, 2021. After the grain buyer had signed a contract to buy 87 tons of flax, he texted a photo of it to the farmer. The farmer responded with a thumbs up, seemingly signifying that he was agreeing to sell, but he never delivered. The farmer claims that wasn't what the emoji was meant to relay. He says he only sent it to show he had received the contract, not that he was agreeing to its terms. He also says he thought a complete contract would follow by fax, ah, fax, or email for him to review. But Mickleboro, yeah. But Mickleboro says he, he wrote. C- Who is he? The CDC. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> Get on that, Miss Walensky. But yeah. Mickleboro says he wrote, "Please confirm Flax contract along with the photo of the contract." So when actor sent back the thumbs up, Mickleborough read that as his way of agreeing to its terms. Um, Mm. Nat. you have a worried look on your face. Mm. Um, What what say you? Do you use these emojis uh, to bind yourself legally or or do you use them at work at all?
2: Well, it's very, very interesting. Uh, More than anything else, gentlemen, uh, I (coughs) do a thumbs up emoji whenever I'm asked to do something by my boss. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. I got it. Very lying. passive aggressive of you. Very passive <laughs> aggressive. Absolutely. That's,
0: that's episode 107, by the way. Matt put that card <laughs> up in
2: the, <laughs> throw the card. Yeah. I looked um, it up this morning. I loved it. I love it. Love it. Um, this is a very interesting case. I mean, the fact that there wasn't anything technically signed for what I heard from the article mm-hmm. or read from the article. That's correct. So, for the, I, I would just be, I guess my question is what would, what caused that Canadian judge to then say, well, no, once you sent that emoji, it is a binding contract. <laughs> like to me, that doesn't make much in the way of any sense unless there was something in the text that would say, do you agree to sell me this? then that's a different story. You know, that to me would be like, that's an implicit asking of that, you know, that farmer to say, hey, I'm going to sell you this. Do you want it? Yes. Okay. Then that's a totally different story. Thumbs up emoji. That to me says he wants it, transaction gets done, and and all that kind of resolved. That didn't sound like that was the case, to my my, uh, estimation. You you
0: don't view please confirm flex contract as...
2: The same question. Please confirm Flax contract to me would signify a contract. And if somebody gives me a thumbs up, that's a confirmation of a sale in my estimation. Um, I would think. So assuming he
0: was, he was telling the truth that that was sent along with the photo Mm -hmm. of the contract, Mm -hmm. then you would agree that that is a, a contractual agreement. I would, I would say so. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Uh,
1: Yes, because if if you're talking on those parameters, like, there's an agreement of a contract, whether it be verbally or through a text message. He's, he said he put that in there, so, a thumbs up, same thing with me, Work. I'll ask my boss a question via text message, he'll give me a thumbs up. I feel that I can move forward Mm -hmm. in the question that I asked immediately. I don't think like, oh, do I need extra confirmation from my boss? No, if he gives me one of these, that means go. In my, in my eyes. So as long as, as long as the contract was explained in the text message, I have no issue with it at all. Mm -hmm. If it
3: wasn't,
0: no, (laughs) like you can't, (laughs) like you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you brought up an important point. You know, contracts can be oral. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, they can. Oral contracts can be enforceable. And I'm not sure that this strays very far from that idea. I mean, yes, when you hear the word contract, you probably think of something very formal where you have to put a signature, you know, on the Mm -hmm. bottom line Mm -hmm. thing. And it's a written detailed piece of uh, paper. Yeah. But you know, an oral contract, depending on the circumstances can be enforceable. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a very similar thing here. And I think to, to Matt's question earlier, the article does explain a little bit, there was some additional context and history between these two parties that also aided the judge's interpretation. Mm-hmm. Um, it says from an outsider's perspective, it's clear how the text conversation could be misconstrued, especially given the variety of ways people use emojis. But justice TJ Keene pointed out that the two men commonly made contractual agreements over text mm-hmm. and that this exchange mimicked previous ones. He also pointed to the dictionary.com definition of the thumbs up sign being used to express assent, approval, or encouragement in digital communications, especially in Western cultures. He ordered. Aggressive,
2: aggressive nonsense. (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's in dictionary.com, damn
2: it. Mr. Ackles
0: ordered. So bad. (laughs) What, what, What scares
1: you? That a judge is just going, oh, dictionary.com said it. Like, can you cite like <laughs> at least three sources? Like, I'm just saying, like, not um, to be mean, but I'm just saying, the judge, like, we can't just cite three sources. It can't be like a physical dictionary, <laughs> dictionary.com, and maybe the urban dictionary. I'd be cool with that. There you go. You just um, don't I, find
0: dictionary.com out there. <laughs> I was in a case once, patent uh, patent cases. Actually, there's a lot of interpretation, a mm. lot of references to meanings of terms. Mm-hmm. Um, so, dictionaries are often referred to. And I was in a case where the other side actually submitted a definition from the online dictionary Rhyme Zone. Oh, which really? is used Yikes. for like <laughs> poetry and Yike. Wow. composing music. Wow. So, we had, we, had some, uh, we had some good
2: jokes at that expense. Uh, that was. So, yeah. I have another question then for you, Steve. Have you yeah. ever come across in your patent lawyer, uh, I guess, career? Have you ever had someone say, yeah, I agree to that. Thumbs up. Not with an
0: emoji. Not with an emoji. Um, not with an okay. emoji. But I, I'm, I, would, I agree with this judge. Given the context, mm-hmm. um, assuming the text that was, was written was, please confirm Flax contract. Uh in Canadian law might be different. I can only speak to US law. In US law for contracts, if you make an offer, which is a reasonable person would consider binding if you accepted it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as as long as this is deemed, you know, and particularly since these guys do it all the time, apparently, wow. um you know, that's that makes a contract. Um <laughs> The article does go on. The ruling shows how ingrained emojis are in modern culture. Also, that so much of our daily communication happens via text. The playful symbols and faces are an accepted way of expressing emotion. Absolutely. But they're also used so commonly, they even show up regularly in straightforward business deals. My question to you, gentlemen, Hmm. um, what other emojis out there do you think could have legally um, important meanings?
2: Wow. Wow.
1: Would, okay so so let's just say i i text the guy i'm working with and i don't know where he went like he left the area in which we're working and i wonder what he was doing he sent me a poop emoji back i would assume it's and he'll be back later right there. i would find that acceptable that's acceptable if you send yeah. me a soft drink or send me food what do you want? Do you want French fries or a hot dog? Like yeah. I could. Mm. Oh, so that's I interesting. See, I, then, I you know. could see all the emojis kind of working. If we're going to, if we're going to become this dumb of a society, we might as well throw them all in. All right.
0: Like, that is interesting. Ride, that's very <laughs> yeah. interesting that you bring that up. All right. So mm. I'm, I'm out. You ask me where I am. I send you a French fry emoji. Mm-hmm. Are you oh. considering that an offer by me? to grab you some food, wherever it is I am. No, no, I'm assuming that you're
1: at a, you're eating or you're at a okay. restaurant. If yeah. you say, Hey, I'm, I'll be over in 25 minutes. One, and you put hamburger fries. I'm assuming you're going to a fast food restaurant and I will then give you my order because you, you asked me if I wanted something. Cause you're, you're coming to me or same thing. If I do that, not if you like, hey, what what's going on? Or, you know, we talk constantly and we you know yeah. if we're busy we don't respond because we're not of that text generation. But if we were a part yeah. of that text generation, if you were just if you just threw a paperwork emoji up there, I'd know that you were you were probably busy and not gonna get back to me in a timely manner.
0: Because yeah. you were I'm busy. a little disturbed. I'm a little disturbed because Unlike some people I know who I will not name on this podcast, uh, I do not respond to texts while I am pooping. And so you will never get a poop emoji indicating that's where I am.
1: I'm I'm rare of the society. Half the time, my phone is not with me.
0: There you go. I have left it somewhere.
1: I I understand the joys of pooping with phones. um, But... (laughs) I, my brain doesn't work that way. I'm not, I don't need to scroll on TikTok all the time. So, but I do know certain people on this planet. Totally. Their phone is, that's their, that's their buddy system mm-hmm. into oh, yeah. the, uh. Oh yeah. yeah. So I can oh, yeah. see why is important.
0: That would be huge.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Matt, uh, you got any emojis you can think of, of potential legal significance?
2: Maybe dislike. The thumbs Mm -hmm. down emoji. You know, you maybe place an order and, you know, okay, maybe I changed my mind. I want to, I'm not, I don't want that, Mm -hmm. you know, thumbs down, you know, that kind of a deal. Okay. Well, what do you want? Well, I want that, and you get it confirmed and it's like, yep, that's what I want. Thumbs up. So that could be maybe a, you know, a possible thought of another emoji that might be used just to confirm or deny what you are actually wanting
0: well suppose let's suppose that um who sent the text it was actor yeah actor sent a thumbs up to mickleboro but then two minutes later sent a thumbs down
2: different story how yeah. would
0: you interpret that
2: that to me would be like he's changed his mind that's a text back to him saying okay fyi i got a thumbs up and a thumbs down what what are you talking about what do you want let me get clarification if it is thumbs down then it's like okay Perfect. Cool. We're on on even we're on even terms at that point. Yeah, that's how I would interpret that.
1: I would move to say that a phone call needs to happen.
0: After <laughs> yeah, time. I would agree. Multiple, yeah. Like
1: you can't like in a meeting. Like you can you can get by on the bare minimum with text, but once it gets cloudy, please ring, pick ring. Up
2: the phone. Yeah, Bring bring. Yeah. Like we need that we need to actually confirm all this because yeah. this is. A, Right. Yeah, pull a Gen X card and call the person. <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, and I'm dead serious. That drives me nuts. Not, not you know, with the millennials and stuff like that. That doesn't, that's down. Now call them. Just pick up the phone and call. It's not that hard. Just clarify I, it for us. That's all. I totally, I totally know why.
1: I don't like calling people that don't know me. I had to, I had, to, I had to call, I had to call someone yep. who was traveling down um, that I'm going to be working with soon. I don't like that first initial phone call. It makes me feel weird. I, You know, I don't know. He's not yeah. going to know who I am. Is he going to pick up? Am I going to leave a weird message? Message. But you, ha- but you have to Football. because it's a way yeah. to get stuff done. It's, yeah. it's very easy to get stuff done. You're like, hey, yeah. when are you expected to be here? I'm expected to be here tomorrow. Oh, that's great. I can do now what I need to do. Exactly. I understand it's hard, but… Yeah. Fight through that. Yeah, and um,
2: again that's generational. That that kind of
0: yeah, yes. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. if this judge was Gen Z, it would have been that was very passive aggressive of you. You were hereby canceled. <laughs> exactly. Next case. All right, I'm just picturing John leaving this voicemail to this guy. Hey, this is John Tracy. Just wondering if you were interested in my new book, The Joys of Pooping, on your phone. Yes. (laughs) On your phone,
1: not with your phone. On your phone. (laughs) Topic two. Wow. You know someone in this world has totally sat down, and not me. I'm just saying. I I, I thought about this the other day because I, I had my cell phone in my pocket when I went to go sit down. And I was like, that's a bad idea. And I took my phone out and I put it in my front pocket. And then it happened. I Someone in this world once mm. went to sit down to use the restroom in a public oh. bathroom and the phone oh, went. No.
3: <laughs> oh,
1: I, It was my thought the other day. That was literally yeah. my thought because I thought about it because it was for some reason it was in my back pocket. And I was like, "Oh, that would be... Da- I wonder if that ever happened to someone." I'm
2: oh, sure it it's has.
0: it has
2: to. <laughs> I'm sure. It oh, I'm sure. It
1: has.
0: I'm sure. Yeah. I just hope to God the bowl was clean at the time. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, because no, if,
2: I I mean that's a whole new phone at that point. Oh, absolutely. I, I, if it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah, a
0: whole if new it's phone. Clean, whole I will, phone. I will I will disinfect the shit out of it. No, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but if it, if there's one micro micro of urine yes. oh, yeah. or anything in there,
2: that's, that's totally yeah, agree. Yeah, that's totally a yeah. phone. Agree. Yeah.
0: Which is an interesting callback to a few episodes ago when we had this uh, gentleman in India who dropped his phone in a <laughs> reservoir and abused yeah. his power. Well, we're going back to India with topic two. You see how the poop just goes? It flows. It's all tied together. I mean, you got to give us applause on that. Come on. Tech spot article, gentlemen. CEO replaces 90% of support staff with AI, praises the system on Twitter. Oh, boy. Oops. Few people are happy about AI taking human jobs. They took her germs. Hmm. So if you're a CEO who decides to lay off 90% of a support team, it's probably not a good idea to post a celebratory tweet thread about the tough but necessary move. That's what Sumit Shah did, and the public response is about what you'd expect. Shah, the 31-year-old CEO and founder of Bengaluru-based Dukan, which helps merchants to set up online stores and sell products digitally, posted that, quote, we had to lay off 90% of our support team because of this AI chatbot. Tough? Yes. Necessary? Absolutely. Several more tweets followed, all of them praising the AI assistant that can answer customer queries instantly and precisely and doesn't receive any wages or sick leave, obviously. And doesn't make up answers either. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see about that. Uh, uh, (laughs) Throughout the many, many tweets, there is no mention whatsoever of the 23 people laid off, what benefits they received, etc. When someone mentions this fact, Shah seems quite annoyed at the person putting a downer on his AI love fest. Quote, as expected, someone will get offended on behalf of someone else, he writes, adding that he would post about assistance for his staff on LinkedIn because on Twitter, people are in search of profitability and not sympathy. Yeah. I'm not sure he knows what Twitter is, but anyway, <laughs> um, there's also a little broken heart emoji, which will doubtlessly please those he recently made unemployed. John, douche yay or nay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're gonna find out later that ninety percent is like six people, and we're, <laughs> we're standing on this this mountain with our flag for six people. Um, Ugh. I'll I'll guarantee him two things. He One, will he will lose mm. a lot of customers because if anybody has used Verizon at any moment that. Mm. Original chatbot that Verizon had and Comcast had that Awful. will yeah. not direct you anywhere and just mm-hmm. pisses you off for the first forty-five minutes until you could get a live person, which it sounds like he's using. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work out well. Well, none what do you think?
0: Ten percent for?
1: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> none of that. None of that works out because they still, still to this day, can't get it any faster. Yeah, it just yeah. I, I've I, I talked to a lot of um, of those bots for some reason with Southern Texas when you're paying your bills. I pay them all online now because when you went through the phone call, you would get that annoying AI thing. And I don't, I don't have that kind of time to be that annoyed. I, I'd rather yeah. if I had another service, I would go to another service, but I had another avenue. So I went to another avenue. Yeah, he's not going to it's not going to work out well getting rid of 90% of your company and thinking, Mm -hmm. Oh, well it's never going to take a day off. It's going to piss off three or four people. And those (laughs) three or four people aren't going to come back. Mm -hmm. And especially guess what? Your revenue
2: is going to go down. Yeah.
1: In this society, nobody wants to deal with this AI until it's
3: how long did it take?
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. How long did it take for people to get used to those uh, turnpikes? where you didn't have a person to hand the money to or get the ticket to. Oh, with a tour that took, yeah. That took 10 years for that to work out well. Half the time, the ticket, early on, the ticket wouldn't even come out. And then you had to pull over and be pissed <laughs> because ticket <laughs> didn't come out of the machine. That's, what, that's where AI is right now. And it's, yeah. not, it's not working out well. We've covered 20 articles almost. Easily. Yeah. Of just yeah. the BS of this, this guy making this kind of jump. I hope he got money saved, bro, because I don't think it's going to work out well for you.
0: Mm-hmm. I have an idea. Why don't we replace him with AI? Sounds like <laughs> AI could do his That'd job. Be
1: perfect. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Lay off everybody. <laughs> like, yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well,
0: so uh, another user said, maybe it was the right decision for the business, but it shouldn't have turned into a celebratory marketing thread about it and i think that yeah. might be the bigger issue here mm-hmm. is um you know not reading the room uh but shaw uh, Shah told insider that he regretted posting about the layoffs on twitter but was adamant that his point still stands ai <laughs> is taking our jobs he said over time everybody will start doing this it's not just us maybe i'm just too straightforward to have put it on twitter <laughs> uh another maybe you should shut the yeah, hell up exactly <laughs> Another organization to replace its entire helpline staff with an AI chatbot was the U.S. National Eating Disorder Association. It was quickly disabled after giving out harmful information, including telling a woman to count calories, weigh, and measure herself weekly. Oh, my. <laughs> Matt, is this guy hopefully headed
2: for the same fate? <laughs> Steve, I have long had a theory that the higher up you go in corporate responsibility, the less common sense you have in your in your mind or in the fact that you employ common sense. I have always held that theory. The people down in the grunt workers, the people that actually, you know, support customers, talk to them, develop a business relationship with them, have more mm-hmm. common sense, maybe don't have like the skills to go up the tree but they have the common sense. They know what's going on. They have the pulse of the customer, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. This jackass with his wonderful tweets out of nowhere, talking about the benefits of AI while laying off 90% of his workforce. And, and bragging about bo- it. <laughs> and yeah. bragging about it. I think the theory that I have of less common sense, the higher up you go, this applies. No question about it. This does this 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 really did not surprise me at all when we were reading about it in pre-production it made me laugh it made me cry and it was like you know they had a 2 hour resolution time 2 hours is pretty good for support staff that's mm-hmm. phenomenal I, speaking from experience that's a phenomenal turnaround for a 2 hour time and you're developing and the point i want to make too very important point on this is that you're developing a relationship with your customer base because the customers love the fact that they're getting that kind of a response ergo you're going to get more into ter- just in terms of word of mouth alone just the fact that he was looking at ai the ceo is looking at ai at a 90 percent clip and he's seeing the reduction yeah that's great and all but are you really developing those customers absolutely not you're not developing that relationship with them it wouldn't surprise me that in a couple years all of a sudden he's going to try and figure out where is my revenue stream gone and it's gone because you don't have those customers those loyal customer base back because you don't have that personal relationship that's a great
0: point i didn't even think of
2: that like the the actual human interaction
0: you have with some massive like you're now you're communicating with a bot which is completely impersonal yeah um they're trying to take your job. They're trying to, you know, exterminate you and use you as fuel. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, after a while, if you don't have you, you're right. You have no loyalty because, you know, who's there to be loyal to? A robot. Right. Yeah. You know, if you, if you meet somebody on the street who's like, Hey, I can, I can do this for you now yeah. and you trust the person and you like the person. Yeah. You'll go, go for you'll it. You'll switch because.
2: Heck you know, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's—I mean—that's such a, a key point in the fact that, again, when you have bots doing this, who's to say? And we, again, we've documented this on the on the podcast before. Who's to say that that AI takes you down the road that isn't correct? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you got a pissed off customer yep. that you now have to step in and repair that fractious relationship. But it doesn't. And, but count. still, even if you have that, right? Even if you repair that relationship, let's just say, they're going to go back to that customer is going to go back and think, "Boy, I ran into that AI bot at that company, and that that was a bunch of BS that I had to go through in order to get my resolution resolved." Well, that on the on the reverse end on that customer base, that other person that's receiving that information, that or that other customer, it's like, I'm not going to go to that company. They're not going to get it resolved if they have that much problem with AI. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's huge. Yeah, John, you you wanted to say something.
1: Yeah, he it, the fact that he laid off ninety percent of his support team. He's not even preparing for. I would I would sympathize with him if he said, "Hey, we're going to do this. We're going to lose ten percent per year over the next ten years, and by twenty thirty five, we're going to have a fully integrated AI system." He'd be I'd be totally okay with this guy. I would have no issues with that. That's that's a move to the future. That's understanding your customers, that's understanding your business. That's understanding pretty much everything. The fact that he's just straight 90, he has no support staff left cuz those those 10% that are left in his company are probably junior executives or executives that are just glad handing him anyway. There yeah, is right? no there is no ground support staff there left. There there's yeah. not he literally made it a computer and so how can you even
0: resolve an issue
2: yeah Yeah. great point
0: absolutely well he takes the crown of ceo douche for the month so congratulations (laughs) mr shah keep it up or not All right, and before we get to topic three, I have decided to replace both of you with AI chatbots. So awesome. um, I'll, I'll see you guys later, and I will carry on the rest of the show with
2: um, – <sighs> Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> At least the chatbots don't breathe heavy into their microphones.
2: True. True. Just to say that I was alive. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully. 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 Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: Topic three, and this is this was Matt, so we can blame him for this opinion piece right here. Well, then this is definitely one for the weird file. Is uh, is it? I don't know that it's weird. Um, I find it
1: weird because I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've driven in I've driven in thirty seven states, um, even well, Pennsylvania. And I don't remember this in Pennsylvania. This must have happened uh, well, post me leaving. Because I don't
0: remember this. Maybe because I can think of two right off the bat. I can just picture in my mind exactly where they are. And it's um, all over the place
2: here in the main line in King of Prussia. Is I it really you that right are exactly. mm-hmm. All
0: right. Well, we might as well tell the people what we're talking about instead of having our little secret cabal. Uh, this is a nice. Jalopnik opinion piece. Mm. Pennsylvania has one of the worst road signs in the country and nobody ever talks about it. Well, we're well, going to fix that right now. We're talking about it. That's right. <laughs> we, That's right. Where's the check?
3: <laughs> we handled your
0: business. Yeah. <laughs> we expect to be paid handsomely. Yeah. Um, every town or state has its own local traffic quirks, of course, but there's one particular example in the state that I currently call home Pennsylvania that I feel doesn't get enough attention, possibly because Pennsylvania think it's normal or Pennsylvanians think it's normal mm-hmm. And also very because the rest the media of, the, of
1: you to say that the, yeah, the, right. that way. First.
0: <laughs> uh, also because the rest of the country doesn't know it exists. The stop except right turn sign. Hmm. Here is the deal: in a Y or T type intersection, the except right turn sign is placed underneath an existing stop sign as a sort of modifier, which already invites ambiguity to what is supposed to be the most unequivocal traffic control device on American roads. And we have the the article has a picture of an uh, an intersection, which shows this. And Matt's going to paste it up there nicely for us Yep. as you can see. So we have a it's basically a T intersection. There is a stop Mm. sign uh, in the um, forward direction here. And underneath it is a rectangular white sign that says except right turn. Mm. And like I said, there are at least two instances of this I can think of in my neighborhood alone. The rationale for the sign's existence is outlined in state regulations. The municipality here has decided most cars in this example intersection approaching from the leg of the T turn right. Therefore, it would unnecessarily slow traffic if they had to stop. Now, this author's beef with the accept right turn sign, which is not an uncommon argument here in the Commonwealth, is that it's particularly risky for drivers in the other spoke of the T that have a normal stop. Most people when rolling up to a stop sign tend to look to see if other sides of the intersection also must stop. This is one of the reasons stop signs are octagonal because the shape itself provides a distinctive silhouette to drivers in other lanes of traffic. Mm-hmm. If you're on the road with a normal stop, you'll recognize the stop sign perpendicular to you, but you won't know that there's another sign underneath it that orders drivers there To continue moving right. Matt, is this a concern to you or
2: is this just a whiner who needs to man up? A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Uh, (laughs) No, I I see this all the time in intersections in around Chester County. And it's amazing to me because especially as you travel further in lower Chester County and getting into Delco, you Mm -hmm. see these accept right turns the stop except right turns all the time. And it's weird because when you come up to it, if you're making that right turn, it's literally almost like some of them are in blind intersection, you know, a blind T Oh yeah,
0: yeah. essentially
2: come up and it's like, okay, you could continue to keep going. You don't have to stop the people that are on your left. Essentially, as you pull in, you know, coming up to the T and you make the right, the people on your left, they have to stop. So it's like, well, you could just continue to keep going. And I and I totally get that um, and that kind of a deal. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily a worst road sign in the country, though. That's where I was kind of like, hmm. you're moving traffic along. I guess I can see it'd be like it'd be a little bit of an annoyance just to see it. You know, they come up. Well, OK, I don't have to stop. What's the point? But again, if well, you're. If you're making the left onto a T intersection, that's a totally different story. You know, you do have to stop check both ways, then you make the left. You know, that kind of a deal. But if yeah. you're only going right, there's no need to stop. You could just uh, well, continue to keep going. I
0: don't think he I don't think he's the art the, the author here is concerned about you being the one making the right turn. I think he's more concerned about the cross mm-hmm. person. Yeah. But to me, if they're making a right turn, and this is the case with me they're probably not going to slow down. Mm-mm. So, uh, you know, it's not like, it's not like one of those things where you both pull up to a stop sign and you're like looking like, go asshole. You know, you go, it's not one of yeah. those things. You pull up the stop sign, you see, they're not slowing down as they approach the intersection. You know, they probably don't have to stop yeah. regardless of where the sign is.
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, so I, I don't, I don't really see the issue. I'm with you. I don't think this is one of the worst, worst. signs uh, yeah. in the country. John, before I go to you, I will I will um, conclude here in the article. The author says Pennsylvania is a weird state to drive in for so many reasons. I say is a transplant from Jersey. Well, that's funny because Jersey has those dumbass roundabouts, which are just (laughs) about one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. Um, PA also, for example, allows lefts on red. So long as you're in the left lane, turning from a one way road onto another one way road. I don't see what the problem is with that either. Yeah. Um, John, you drive, as you, I think you said, 37 states you've driven in. 47. 47? Um, 40, oh, yeah. 47.
2: Ooh. I mean, so I Alaska, think, Hawaii, I, and Puerto Rico, right? Okay.
1: Pretty
3: pretty much. Well, pretty Puerto Rico's
2: not a state, damn it. I don't. Um, yeah. <laughs> what are you, a
3: Jeez, <yeah. laughs>
2: I'm Obama. There's 57 states out there. Johnny, come on. That's a great line. Um, so what's, what's your ex- please, please Obviously, you, yeah. Your obviously, you have no experience
0: right. with this sign. No, I've never you seen have this. In 47 sign. states, what's the worst sign you've ever come across? Hmm. Hmm. And why yeah. was it in Jersey? Yeah, or, or New York, or Massachusetts, right. or or, <laughs> or
1: or Nashville. Um, <laughs> Some good, there's some good ones there. Uh, the the thing I hated the most, driving wise, sign wise, I, I've never seen that sign, so I, I it makes no sense. I, why do you have to? I'm stopping anyway because <laughs> if I can't okay. see cars coming, if if it's a blinded intersection, I'm not going to just be oh it said I could go. I'm not. <laughs> I'm yeah. Not, I, everything that the signs do is I take in and. Consideration of how to drive, um,
0: that which we've got I was here. Yes, yeah.
1: well, I don't want to. I don't want to land it. I don't want to land in someone's fucking front seat. I have no <laughs> wish to do that. I don't, no. There's no need to crash. I've been yeah. in an accident once. Okay. I don't ever okay. need to be in one. No need to do that again. Yeah. So the, the merging <sighs> signs in Nashville is the worst one. So okay. what they want you to oh. do. Is they tell you to merge left when you're getting on the highway, but the the merge lane is only a hundred feet long, so <laughs> you have to you have to either hit your brakes or speed up. You only have two choices, and you only have a hundred feet to make that decision. So like lean to yeah. your left mirror and hope to God nobody's coming. You could get right on. That is. That is, the wor- that is the worst sign, but it's only because if they gave you three, 400 feet, it would be easy to merge on. Um,
2: sounds but- like 309 back in the yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah the- I yeah, was that- going to that- say that's the same what it- thing.
1: That- what it reminded me of. That's what it reminded me Massachusetts is the same way, too. Yeah. I mean, it's small. Yeah. Like, when you're getting on, you you got to make a decision really fast. Yeah. And it's just merge left is my, is I hate that sign because yeah. you're taking a lane away. Why can't we have a lane for an extra 10 minutes yeah. and just let slow traffic? And then just kind
2: of ease into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What would be like in Texas, like with your, uh, I mean, you guys have what, like eight lanes or something like that, like in a highway? In, lanes, cer- or in like- certain places.
1: In other That's places, it's, it's terrible. Uh, it's and they're also
2: better. like 2,000 feet in yes. the air,
0: yes. too. <laughs> That's the other yes. problem.
1: Sometimes even, <laughs> and I drive, I drive a high-profile vehicle so yeah. the, f- mm. the fun I have with work is a windy Texas day trying to merge onto a highway from a highway. Um, wow. That's fun at 50 miles an hour and everything is shaking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here. Oh, I, other guys, other guys in companies drive even bigger trucks. I can't, I couldn't, my anxiety, I would get out. Um, oh, I, I would just get yeah. out and be like, I can't do this. This is dumb. Like, I don't know yeah. how the 18 wheelers go on those oh. things in Texas. That's crazy to me. Like, no, yeah. that is a large, there's not many signs. There's not many signs in Texas that don't make sense. Um, every yeah. way is a four way stop. When you're dealing with stop signs, they have a really good, um, blinky caution turn mm-hmm. that turns green and is red so, if you're ever turning left, you're on a light I think ninety percent of the time. everything right they don't it's just a stop sign, or it's a right turn that just gives you the green light that you can just turn. I would prefer that than just if you're gonna make a right turn except you know except for right turns why don't you just put a green light up there that just says "Keep going bro it's easier to it's easier to make that turn, so there's really nothing that I can think of. Other yeah. than right. driving crazy
0: all right
2: Matt, yeah. what do you got for worse sign than stop except right turn? Roundabout's one of them mm. I don't get it. Um, I me in the Netherlands it's all too common. yeah it does flow. I will say that, but you could definitely tell uh there's one roundabout I remember in Chester County specifically near the Bru Mall area. It's very it's like you could tell people just aren't fully sure what to do yep. when they get in the roundabout and it's like, cause it's like, you see the car coming around the left oh, and yeah. you're kind of waiting for them to go and they're kind of slowing up and it's like, no, no, you've got the right of and way. You don't and
0: know if they're going to go like down the, the way left, you came from right. or if they're going to keep going. Yeah. yeah. by the is way, Is he going in the circle
2: signals. or is he, yeah. Is
1: he going left? left. I, I Matt, I said that the other day. It's funny. I hit, I hit a roundabout. It's close to my house. I, I, I cut yeah. off an entire town doing it. That was the one thing I was bitching about the other day because all the traffic was coming off the road. They were coming off the highway and going down. They weren't using the roundabout. They were using the the very small part of the roundabout. They were going mm-hmm. straight on the road. Nobody had a turn signal on. So I'm stuck like a doofus there for 10 minutes watching wow. the traffic go because I can't. How am I going to yeah. make a decision? Because that one are you dude. are going to go in? Yeah, that one dude on my entry is going to be going that way. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to be, it's going to be my fault.
0: Yeah. There's what no I really hate. His turn signals. What <laughs> I really hate is when the GPS tells you you're coming to a roundabout. and That's what I start clenching the wheel really tight. Yes. Yeah. It says, enter the roundabout and go out and exit the third turn or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, shit. And you go in there like, All right, is that one? Is that one, two? two is this the one I am supposed to go out? Yeah.
2: Yeah. The only other one that I would say would probably be a complaint would be just the timing of the traffic lights. That's the only thing that I really would complain about the oh, most, yeah. especially like either a left turn or right turn on, you know, on green. You know, it's never long enough. It's always something yeah. that's really short. And mm-hmm. 202 by, by up here, in uh-huh. King of Russia. <laughs> preach. Preach, brother. <laughs> good Lord Almighty. I mean, it's just the worst. It's the worst. Mm-hmm. Because it's like you've got the mall there, and then on top of that, 202 with Gulf Road. I mean I went by there today, basically gassed the car up, and it's like you're just hoping and praying you don't get into an accident in that in that intersection. Mm-hmm. I swear. It's just awful. They have now allowed basically because it's the traffic is so much, they time it so that only one section of the turn of you know, each of the intersections goes. So they have like like if you have a like a typical, let's just say a cross intersection, this bottom part goes first, then the top part goes, Ugh. then you're left. Then you're right. And it's the worst because oh, oh you just sit there for two minutes having to wait for everybody else to go buy. Oh my gosh, that should have been the over 40 rand earlier yeah, on yeah. today. Yeah, look at that. We found it. <laughs> we found it so late in the episode. <laughs> you know, yeah. Sponsored by W Energy Trains. Go to yeah, W.GG. Right?
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I think we just have to tell this author uh, to quote Arnold stop whining. All right. And here we go to topic four. We don't have an article for this one. Uh, Matt decided to share with us this week, a video of someone who compiled what turned out to be the, what they considered the top 100 Philly sports moments from 2008 onward. Um, Matt deceivingly told us it was the top 100 plays was, which turned out to be really weird. A deceit. It, it was deceit. <laughs> we were deceived. Uh, <laughs> so we found it really odd when you know number twenty four or whatever was Andre Iguodala mm. running the floor and then hitting through free throws. And we're like, well, that's. <laughs> It's not. A, yeah, it's one like, of them was like play. Sweet Lou, <laughs> yeah. like
2: hitting a three-pointer. Like they're down three to nothing against Yeah, the exactly. It's like, it's well, like, Okay. Really? What's going <laughs> on there? <laughs> um, so, the guy spent
1: all of ten minutes putting that list together. Probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. And he, yeah, he made some also questionable decisions from my perspective. But uh, so we decided what we're going to do here is we're going to run through each of our top or not top, but favorite three plays from 1983 on. Yeah. The rules are, it has to be a play that you saw live, either on mm-hmm. television or in person. Um, you know, Finding out about it the next day does not count, um, which is why one of mine, I, Matt, couldn't do. Uh, well, There's one I wanted to do that I couldn't, because uh, I, oh, okay. I went to bed. Anyway. Uh, so we're each going to have we're going to have the uh, video play so you can see the plays we're talking about. They were very exciting. Most of them, in, well, I shouldn't say most, because John had a bunch that had nothing to do with championships, but uh, yes. a lot of them had to do with uh, championship or playoff implications. But before we do this, because I was I was thinking about this, I want to throw a curveball at you right here. Okay. Ooh, here we go. Since we're doing our top three favorite plays, I want to hear what is your least. Favorite play. Nineteen eighty three
1: on. Wow. Lavuse you- goal Lavuse goal. Lemieux's the goal. devils. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. that one. Yep. Yeah, don't yeah. like that one. That, that was a bad I still one. have trauma. I still have trauma from that. I don't like that.
2: <laughs> um there was one today that I saw the Sean Foster in the NFC championship game running over about five or six eagles getting into the end zone. I hated that boy. He's a big booty back, though. <laughs> I could, I could well, totally yeah, understand was, him running over five. Terrible. Wow. That was big, that was awful. Yeah.
0: Well, because because we are Philly fans, and I'm traumatized. Um, I I actually had one for each team. I got. No, did, did you? you really? <laughs> I got Joe Carter's home run. Yeah, yes. that was 93 yes. World that Series. Yeah. One. Yeah, that broke my heart. Oh, absolutely. I was 12 at the time, so that was yeah, you know, that, that was, was terrible. bad, terrible. Uh, for the Sixers, I have the quadruple doink. Yep. Uh, Kawhi Leonard in Game Seven of the uh,
2: you could Eastern say Conference that. Semis. Yeah, that you they could say that that ruined Ben Simmons' career. In a way. Uh, I think Ben Simmons ruined
1: Ben Simmons, yeah. I agree, with yeah, that, that. <laughs> definitely did not help, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that but help.
0: but look the, you know they win that game, they go to the Eastern Conference yeah. Finals. Who knows what happens?
2: Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna throw in that drum roll just go, <laughs> or not the drum roll, the drum joke. There we go. There we go.
0: Uh, for the Eagles, I have Joe Juravicious, um, yes, speeding by thousand pound Levon Kirkland, who was covering oh. for some reason, and then Blaine yeah. Bishop. Pursuing in vain down the sideline in the very last game at Veterans Stadium. Yeah. Uh, the 2002 NFC Championship game, for those of you who are uninitiated in our pain. Yes.
1: Uh,
0: That's brutal. F-
1: and Warren man. sat wore an Eagles jersey. He wore a Jerome Brown jersey. Oh, I didn't even know that. Thanks for. <laughs> yes, you know, he did. He did. Thanks thanks so it got even down. worse. Oh,
0: uh, and then for the Flyers, you might think I'm going to pick the Patrick Kane 2010 Stanley Cup winning goal. Which hurts. Um, it hurts, but I'm actually going to go with 1997 when Darren Frickin McCarty, who has like
1: oh. four lifetime goals, yep.
0: undressed <laughs> our supposedly stud upcoming defenseman, Yanni Ninema in game yep. four of the Stanley the Cup dipsy, finals.
1: The dipsy do, whoopsie-doo. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, that was bad. Yeah, yeah, that was
2: really bad. Yeah. It was yeah. bad until so we were getting
0: swept. It that like just was yep. punching. That,
2: that caused me to turn the television off. <laughs> yes. That caused me to turn the TV off because I knew that that was pretty much that that ended their entire cup run. Yes. Thanks exactly. for ruining my Saturday, Steve. That was great. <laughs> well, uh, that's why I
0: did it. You know, there can be no hope without despair, or is it the other way
2: around? I don't, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. So, doesn't matter. so now
1: How about the multitude of interceptions Donovan McNabb made in NFC Championship games? Can we just throw them in there?
2: Uh, Yeah, sure. If you want to throw that in there, you know, pile (laughs) one, it's all good. Sure. I'm sure that hurts. Um, Yeah, Uh, I'm sure. (laughs) Ryan Howard blowing out his Achilles. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. 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 That was pretty bad. Hit the ball three feet and fell down. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty bad. Should have been a home run. Uh, (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Any more you guys want to throw out there before we get to something positive? There's so many. (laughs) Exactly my point. Exactly
2: my point. (laughs) Terry Karkner in his entire career. Oh,
0: (laughs) oh, oh, that's a low blow. Yikes, man. (laughs) Matt's got something personal going on there. I don't know. He was...
2: Yeah, that's because he was horrible. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> Man. Matt, bad.
0: Matt Craig does not speak for two noobs talking. Was- <laughs> yes,
1: yes. Yeah. Mr. Snyder has me. passed away. We can just we can just let it go at this point. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Danny Briere is here to save us. We're fine. That's true. Yes, that's true. Yes. That's very so,
0: true. with that hope of Danny Briere, let's move on to the, our our top three favorite plays let's from 1983 that. on that we bore witness to, and I guess I'm, I'm going first here with my three. Yes, so this are. first one is from the 2008 Phillies, uh, world series run. And this was, this was game five, right? Uh, this was game five. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the clinching game, chase Utley, ground ball to chase Utley going, he fakes a throw to first and then throws home to get the runner at home, yeah. uh, to get out of the inning. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a tremendous play. This is a tremendous heady, play. Yeah. Heady
1: baseball Very, play. That's
0: all I have to say Absolutely. Absolutely. And and one of the reasons I love this play is because if this had been Derek Jeter, you know, the talking heads at ESPN would have been jerking off to it 24 seven. Yeah. Totally. But because it's totally. Chase Utley, you know, it, it barely gets mentioned, yeah, uh, no, but no. you're right. It's a, it's a huge play. I, I think it's incredibly heady because I don't think he gets the runner at first base the way he's no. running. To no. field I, that.
1: And I, and I think he realized that as he pumped the throw.
0: Agreed. He, yeah. I, I
1: think in his head, he was like, and he saw the guy on the other side of his.
2: Yeah, That's what makes yeah. it
1: so heady. He saw both players making their moves and made the right decision. That doesn't happen that often.
2: What <laughs> a great bounce throw right to Ruiz and Ruiz with a great dive across the tag. Mm-hmm. It was great. And then, of course, the bottom of the inning, Feliz delivers, yep. gets us the base hit, wins us the championship. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So good stuff. Now play number two.
0: Shouldn't be a surprise. Oh, actually stop yes. the tape for a second. Cause I did want to mention um, the play I wanted to pick from mm-hmm. the 08 run uh, was actually mm-hmm. the Matt stairs bomb of a home oh. run off yes. of Jonathan Broxton against LA in a conference
1: landed. spot. It literally yeah. still hasn't landed.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but as I, as I confess, I went to bed. I did not. See the home run live, only heard about it the yeah. next day, so I could not pick it. Uh, but so now yes. we can roll the tape. This is the Philly special, and I can tell you exactly what I was thinking here. It's like, all right, fourth down. Oh boy, here we go. All right, this is gutsy. Yeah. Gutsy. All right.
2: Wait a minute. Here we go. Oh, wait.
0: Going? Oh, no. They, they didn't get the look they wanted. Oh, crap. Oh, geez. Oh, <laughs> no. What are they doing? What the <laughs> hell are they doing? Oh, oh, wait. Uh, oh. Touchdown. What just happened?
2: <laughs>
0: I mean, I had, when they snapped the ball to the running back, I mm-hmm. had visions of Ronnie Brown as an Eagle in 2011, running into a pile and then just throwing the ball up for grabs yes. because the yes. Wildcat yeah. did not work. Yes. But this, and, you know, people can say, the, the, the obviously won us our first Super Bowl, the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Incredibly important play. And people could say, oh, well, you know, the Bears ran it with Matt Barkley. What makes this so special? Well, the, you run this at the end of the half on yeah. fourth down against yeah. Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Yeah. The balls it took to run that play. Yeah. I don't care if you're the Chicago Bears running it in game 15 of the regular season. Fiction. Yes, and by and, this guy who suggested
2: and the, it too. And the
1: greatest part is, it's a Nick Foles call. It isn't a Doug Peterson call, which we find out later. Oh, and yeah. to Steve's point, I'm watching. I'm watching it in in Dallas, which was great watching this play. <laughs> my yeah. first, my first argument is, what? Where the f- is Lagarret? Like, why <laughs> yeah. is Clemens in the game? Like, it yeah. looks like they're <laughs> lining up for a. Look, Garrett Blunt, ball stuck in his chest. He's gonna ball over two people. Score. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna make dominant. What the hell is Clemens doing out there? Where yeah. is where is Nick Foles going? <laughs> and as yeah. you see, when you get deep in the play, he's like leaking out, and it's snapped. And Trey Burton, who is, will forever be in Philly yeah. look, what a throw! What, what a, a throw! And a yeah. catch by a white dude that can't catch. <laughs> Tall ass Lloyd dude, they can't catch. Oh. Which was a great stick in Tom Brady because didn't he drop the ball? Oh I mean, yes he, he did. Had a similar play, oh which made yes he did. Oh yes better. Which even oh, better. Oh yes. Made it even better.
2: The reaction we had at the Craig household was hilarious. We we had no idea, of course. Like, you know, what were they even thinking? You know, it's like here you know, we're at the end of the half. We're up three, but it's like, what on earth? And then it was like, well, wait. And then it was like the touchdown. And we we didn't know what to say. We were just oh. like, "Oh my gosh!" They're in. we're cheering, of course. But what did we just we were, witness yeah. here? That's exactly yeah. what it was. I, I, I had no you'd... problem going forward yeah. on fourth
0: down, right where they were. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. go for it. Might as well give it <laughs> a shot." You got running back. You
1: got Yeah, you got you got running backs. You got offensive line. Like I wasn't worried about the the fourth down, but the throwing on fourth down. What yeah. a way to put
0: a stamp on it! Nice. Like Absolutely. with that
2: play. Yeah, absolutely.
0: We'll live on right. forever in our hearts. Now, this one,
2: oh my gosh.
0: This one I was half lucid for. This yeah. is 360p.
2: <laughs> yeah. So this is yes. 2000.
0: Game yeah. four of the Eastern Conference semifinals between the Pittsburgh Penguins and Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, and Primo. And Keith Primo oh. ends it with eight minutes to go in the fifth overtime. Oh. The eighth yes. period
2: yes. of the game. Too crazy.
0: And the the thing I love the most about this is when you get this late in the game, you figure it's going to be, it's going to be the play is so sloppy, it's just going to go off somebody's butt and bounce in the net, yeah. and it's going to yeah. be this weird goal. And you had that vibe all night because the, the the game tying goal bounced off John Leclaire's head in the third yeah. period. Yeah. Um, it it just had that kind of feel. I then to have to have it end on was a pretty sweet pull up goal. Oh
2: my gosh! Yes.
0: Top yeah. shelf. Let's the defender go right by him. It was, that was incredible. And I had a final that, well, I shouldn't say the that next morning night
2: or next day. or Well, morning. no, it was that day
0: because it was already yeah. Friday yeah. morning when yeah. this happened. Um, incredible. And I have to, uh, my dad went to bed. My dad's not a huge sure. sports guy, but he was interested. He went to bed. Normal time. Woke up, came down. Cause I was still watching. It was the third overtime. Yeah. Watched the third overtime decided he was going to go to bed after that. And he said, well, might as well go for the record now. And I said, shut your mouth
2: because <laughs> <laughs> I did not want to be up that late, but I stuck oh, wow. it out 2
0: 35 a.m. I made it.
2: God bless you. Wow. Yeah. Sound asleep at that point. My bud, I was sound asleep and uh, woke about obviously the next morning and they win. And of course, like you, you see the highlight later. It's like, oh, wow. But 235 in the morning. Longest yeah. overtime game ever in NHL history. No, no, no. Modern yeah. NHL. Oh, modern,
0: modern yeah. NHL. There were two history. that were longer, but they were played in like oh. 1930 when they were skating. Which, on
1: consoles. Which does not so, count. Yeah, yeah exactly. my mine, you know. is, mine is interesting. I worked the entire game plus overtimes. Wow. So I drove home, got Wawa, was eating food, still watching the game. <laughs> When he scored the overtime goal, I was I I was thankful because me and a friend of mine, uh, uh, you know, people that we grew up with, we were both eating food after a work shift. And it was like, oh, God, we can finally go to bed. He scored like it was not (laughs) like I didn't see the first four periods, but I I got to get into the drama of the last, which was Thankful it ended, because I would have stayed up until, back then, I would have stayed up until 7 a.m. to watch yeah. the, the watch those overtimes.
0: I yeah. think, and I remember I was half asleep at this point, so I, I think I had decided I would go to bed if the fifth overtime ended. Yes. Without yeah, a winner. Yeah. I can neither confirm or deny that, but um, mm. to, just last, to close this one out, Gary Dornhofer on the local uh, television yeah. feed with his call Thank at the God, end.
3: Thank over. God, this is over. over. I
0: yeah. agreed with that sentiment entirely. Good yes, thing we won. Yeah. If That'd we had, awesome. if I'd stayed up that late and we lost, I would have been pissed. That would have been yeah,
2: awful. Exactly. Oh, that would have been <laughs> yeah.
0: that would have been
2: yeah. Just terrible. So those are
0: my three. Going yes, now to awesome. I think we're going to John now, right? Going to John yeah. yeah. John. All right.
1: I lost some. John. I lost some with those two. So these are these are <laughs> mine.
2: So John, this is uh, NLDS, yes, ninth, or two thousand eight, right? So yep. this is like right in the middle of the uh, yeah, the Phillies' championship run. CC Sabathia throws a pitch to Shane Victorino with the bases yep. loaded, and oh my goodness, Citizens Bank Park goes bedlam, baby! Look at that. Talk about it. What do? What were your thoughts, feelings on it?
1: Off of that monster, um, yeah, man, he was on that year.
0: Yeah. He was yeah, the actually unhittable. Yes, yeah. the
1: walk before that kind of yeah. set the tone. But Shane is doing what Shane does. Um, off of off of literally the most unhittable pitcher that year. It was what made that. It, it maybe not the home run is so big. It it was the moment that they created in like the play was awesome. But does. I think we all started to believe at that point. Oh yeah. That, that was the moment that we all started to believe that play caused us to be like, I don't think we're out of this in any stretch of the beat. Like (gasps) we just took on the beast and Mm -hmm. beat him. Yeah.
2: So that's what uh, I'll,
1: I'll never forget that. That was a great home run. Yeah. In I mean, Philly, it was Hitcher. just an
2: electric an electric atmosphere down there at the bank and it's
1: grand just, I mean, a grand really... slam against Cece Zabathian in, in yeah. 08. Like, I don't think people would believe you if you were just by a, a guy shots.
0: who by a guy who yeah. doesn't normally hit home runs.
1: Yes, no, yes, that that was was we were really unsure of who Shane Victorino was at that time period.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, he was our center yeah, fielder, we'll but draft, is he, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. is he and he, our, yeah, he became. He was a great seven-hole hitter because it was like you needed that speed at the bottom of the order to kind of help the turnover, you know, the lineup, and he could, you know, it was great because he had Rollins and Utley at the top of the order, and he had this guy who could not only put the ball in play but hit it over the fence, too. And, I mean, what a great pickup. My God, Rule 5 draft. Love that guy. With this guy. And you met him, right, Johnny? I think one, of, one of the
1: Yes, one of the best Philly sports athletes I've ever met, Shane Victorine. Yeah. He is such nope. a darling of a human being. Now this one. Yes. Johnny, go ahead. Like before before this even starts, this is something I remember. I wanted to bring this up because this is something I remember from my childhood. My, they were so bad at this point. My dad wouldn't even watch games with me. Uh, (laughs) I was stuck on the couch by myself, not knowing what I was getting into later on in life. And yeah, uh, but this is something I remember. I remember like it was yesterday.
2: Yeah. This was somewhere on John Madden also yep. on the call yep. this game too because yep. it was Eagles Giants and the, you could tell the Eagles are kind of coming up right. I mean at the end, mm-hmm. of the, I mean they were coming. You know they had Randall, but this was the Giants. The Giants were I think were off the Super Bowl or two years removed or something like that from the Super Bowl. So this was a massive game in the NFC East back then. Cunningham fourth and thirty three. Does anyone Johnny?
0: know why it's Cunningham punting the ball here? No, I.
2: It,
1: that's that's a.
0: That had to be a coach's decision because
1: maybe he could get it off quicker than the punter.
0: Maybe. Yeah. I don't or know. Or they
1: were thinking that, hey, it would be a fake. It was a, it, you know how you have a fake field goal? Maybe you had a fake, I fake think shotgun punter- that turned into a punt.
0: Like, we'll get them oh, by surprise.
1: That's yeah, what it I, like I don't
0: think it. you're running a fake punt on fourth and 33 no, from your own goal line. Maybe it <laughs> was would be just insanity. The- but maybe he's the only athlete that could do that.
2: I don't know. Who that's knows? What I'm maybe thinking. the punter. Maybe the punter couldn't do that. That's the who, thing. It would have who been knows John, who the punter was at that time? It might have been John Telchuk, I think was the punter back then, like in the late eighties, early. That's 90s. That's a blasphemous past. I don't. Yeah.
0: I don't remember an, an Eagles punter before Jeff Feagles. That's how. There you go. My, yeah. but,
2: but Randall though. Yeah. That's ninety-one yards. That's. I mean, he They're was just, the ultimate weapon for a reason. It just, showed his, it just showed his athletic ability. He was so yeah.
1: good. was I mean, so
0: underrated in Philly's lore. Like,
1: yeah. dude, you watched ath- that athlete
0: video. Yeah. That punt traveled 65 yards in the air. And yes, from a, from a quarterback, not yeah. a punter. <laughs> yeah. And my my grandparents were actually at this game in the Meadowlands. Awesome. And That's and wild. they would talk about it like for the rest of their lives that that the this amazing thing that Cunningham did—he, ninety-one yard punt, something you've amazing. never seen.
2: Yeah, yeah you've never yeah, seen it ever since. It was, it it since,
1: was just then. cool. It was good. it yeah. was just cool. All right, Johnny, this one. This one is this one's important in my in my Eagles. Um, although the Super Bowl, like I would have definitely thrown the Philly special if yeah, really yeah. didn't take it. Yeah. There or, or there's there's you know a Deuce run, Shady McCoy running uh, in in the snow was one no. of my favorites, but. This one I remember my parents were away um mm-hmm. and I was I was home by myself like everybody was away everybody was grown I was I was a kid by myself first time and what did I do I wanted to watch the the Packers Eagles game and it was a fir- it was probably the first game I watched by myself without my family who are huge sports fans mm-hmm. so I was like by myself and then this happened and I was like it was my first time being like, oh, my God, they're, they're actually going to do something. They didn't, but they <laughs> actually are going to do something. They won the game. No, they yeah. won the game, but I mean, like, later on, it didn't work out oh, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but I right. just remember, like, Freddie Mitchell's such an idiot um, in real life <laughs> and in, in, in Eagles lore. Yeah. But
3: to I cheer-
1: to- Yeah, I cheered for him, and I always want to see him be good. Although yeah. he was never going to be good, and then when that moment happened, Donovan, what a great throw! I shit on oh, yeah. Donovan all the time, but what a fucking throw by Donovan! That was
2: hard that hard was hard one hard of his
1: best throws. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, no, no question about it. And of course, the spike, and they they convert, and they end up winning the game. I think in overtime. In overtime, right? Yeah, I and think. I, they yeah. threw an interception actually. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Byron Dawkins. Dawkins. Yeah. yeah.
0: Two yep. Dawkins.
1: Yeah. I this was the moment where I had always said this. I was not a big Donovan fan, but Mm. that throw turned me to, I didn't care if I didn't like Donovan. I wanted Donovan to win a championship for Donovan. Like I wasn't even fandom anymore. Like after I saw that throw, I'm like, that dude's got it. Like just, just win the championship, please. (laughs) Like that's that's what it turned into with me, with that fandom from that throw.
2: Yeah. No doubt about that. Yeah one of all time greats. All right, well, all right, so now we're going I to I guess Matt. it's me. Yep. Yeah. Ooh, you're up. Cue the so b- Simmons is- highlights. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> setting the stage here. Uh 2009 National League Championship Series, of course, Phillies win in 08, so we're buying going back to uh the World Series here, but we got to get through the Dodgers once again like we did in 08. Yep. And uh Rollins at the plate 2-1, you're down 1. 1-1 one, one count. Game four, so you're up two games to one, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you lose this game, it's tied 2-2, two, two, and you got the Dodgers kind of thinking like, all right, you got a chance. Maybe. But uh, Rollins with one of the best hits I've ever seen live. Splits the gap. And of course, yeah, you got Bruntlett scoring and then Ruiz coming around with the... <laughs> what <a> slide. <laughs> what a slide. slide. What a slide. What a slide. And the place goes nuts again. My biggest um,
1: question, why do you throw yeah. Rollins a center cut, center cut fastball right there? Why I'm do you seriously. do that?
2: <laughs> like, Yeah. What are you, dumb? You're not going to beat him there. <laughs> Broxton was already, like, in his mind with, mm-hmm. with Matt Stairs. You know, Matt Stairs shelling him in Dodger Stadium. So for him to come back, everybody knew, of course, what happened to him in L.A. Mm-hmm. So it's a big pressure situation. And Rollins, I mean, what I love about the hit was just the sound off his bat. You knew it was going to split the gap. You yeah. knew it. Yeah. And it was just, it was a game-winning hit. Something like that with two, de- you got two out, bottom of the ninth, you're down a run. It's the stuff of legend. its I think it's one of the best Phillies walk-off wins ever in their history. I sure. would not disagree. Um, it's one of my favorites, one of my all-time favorites for sure. Um, and just the the bedlam afterwards, it's just like, well, it's just party mode at that point. And that's what this this stadium has seen. It's like I hope they never leave Citizens Bank Park. I nah, swear. Baseball to God. was
1: fun back then.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then of course, we can't shit on Boston. Even oh yeah. yeah. Game seven, they're down three games to none, right? And of course, we come back to tie it. They're down three nothing in this game. We come back to tie it, and a little known forward, known as Simone Gagne. Uh, uh, little known. No. <laughs> Real, the real fans, goal, though, baby, to beat the Boston Bruins with seconds to go after oh. too many
0: men on the ice penalty.
2: Yes, by Boston. Oops, and they are so dejected. <laughs> by the Wachovia Center. <laughs> oh yeah, Wachovia. Yeah. Wow, I forgot about that. The thing I, I love giving it to them. I love it. <laughs> I love it when they
0: replay this game on uh, on like you know uh, Sportsnet or whatever. Um, because you watch it and the Bruins go up three nothing in the game, and all the Boston fans are like feeling it, and I'm looking at them going, "I know something you don't know." You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the get the gather
1: of the shot is so awesome off the rebound. It, yeah. just, oh, did the patience he showed was oh yeah F- 90 percent of the time on on a shot off the goalie like that, you don't get that amazing patience. And no, you're shot. just you're you just get, slapping the thing You get stuff back, back in. You are just stuff back in. Like you don't yeah. get the fact that he took that extra second not being checked to just, yeah. to just fire that puck is, is awesome. And he roofed it. I mean he young roofed kid, it over the Young kids school. that you learn hockey from that kid. Like <laughs> yeah. when, when a puck comes off a goalie, do that.
2: Do that. Exactly. That's how go that top shelf. Yeah. Unless you're Clinton, you always go top shelf and you always hit the bar. No, just you decides. always go hey, high and wide. For me Mr. in that. And the head. then of course <laughs> I mean, here, you know, with this, first of all, number one, can I just say, baby blues, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the they're maroon dry, they're the
1: best jerseys, They're the best jerseys in the history of Philadelphia, you, I believe. Yeah, and you I got believe,
2: Michael Jack. I mean, look at this. The classic stance, you know, closed stance. He's right over the plate. He's at 499. Oh, wait. Let's just hit the 500th career home run. In not get it.
1: He didn't even get a center cut fastball. That dude tried to that <laughs> dude tried to strike him out.
2: <laughs> 3-0 pitch, by the way. 3-0 pitch, and he clobbers it. And I love the fact too, you know, he rounds third, a couple high fives. Watch him stomp home plate. Bam! Right there. Just got to make sure stomps on home plate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. And there are some players on this team. I'm looking at like I think there's like Mill Thompson's in there. You got Lance Parrish. who was a great catcher. Juan Senwell. And yeah, there was a Steve Jelt sighting in there. There Ooh. you go. Oh boy.
0: How about Jose so, de yeah. Jesus? Was he in there? There you go. Jose
1: yeah, de I Jesus. Think he was. The Jesus. Uh, yeah. Dr. <laughs> Jesus. Yep. Uh, yeah. was it Greg Gross over there on that? Might uh, have been. Yeah. yeah Greg yeah, I Gross. Think so, yeah. 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 yeah, could be. But well, there are some great memories. Just look of that. at those uniforms. Those yeah. uniforms. Oh. Don't worry about the people, the uniforms,
2: man. They were wearing the uniforms like, were the uniforms. best. Yeah. They were the absolute best, so. Good stuff.
0: All yeah. right. So, gentlemen, there that goes. concludes our uh, our walk down memory lane of the worst and favorite Philly plays. Um let us know in the comments if you're a Philly fan, if you agree or disagree with some of our picks. Um, if you're not a Philly fan, we don't want to hear from you. You can comment yes. on other things, yes. uh, you know, like the douche CEO in India who replaced this thing yes. with uh, AI, or, you know, <laughs> you want to talk about street signs, whatever. But uh, Philly fans, yeah. we want to hear from you yes. in the comments. We're all inclusive
1: except player. for Philly sports. Um, there you go. There you go. Love
0: it. That's right. Glenn, I don't want to hear that, Nick, that uh, Alshon Jeffrey was not lined up on the line of scrimmage. He on was
2: the on the line of scrimmage. Glenn. He
0: checked with the official. The official gave him the okay. He
2: gave so him the thumbs up. Absolutely did. So there you go.
0: Absolutely did. <laughs> with that, we also conclude episode 146 of Two Noobs Talking. Can't believe we've done this many episodes without killing each other. Um, so maybe it next helps that be we back. are not
1: in the same place. Well, <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true.
0: Although, let me check the uh, the status of the drone that was supposed to be. Uh, flying over Matt's condo at this very... Okay, So until next week, we shall see you later. (laughs) Have a good one. We'll have plenty more weird stuff to talk about in the future.
2: Absolutely. AI bots coming up. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to us here at Two Noobs Talking. If you want more of Two Noobs on social media, we're here for you. You can find us by searching Two Noobs Talking on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Clapper. Have a great week, and we look forward to delivering another great episode to you next week. Take care.